All right. So, Coach, we are actually on the recording. This is fantastic. All actually, right. good, good this is very, very good. So, Coach, after many technical difficulties, we are back on the podcast. Uh, so, Coach, please give the listener a little background about yourself, and then we'll go from there. Will do. Uh, my name's A.J. Hohenstein. I'm a football coach at Central Martinsburg, which is in central Pennsylvania. We're a 3A school. Um, I, uh, I started coaching right out of college in, in 1998. Um, I was an assistant coach for five years, and then I took over as the head coach. We were, we were a struggling program, and uh, for the first four years, we actually only won 10 games, and, and it was tough. Uh, I, I, you know, got involved with our youth, with our junior high, our weight program, got to it in the, the fifth year uh, after a lot of a lot of work and a lot of second guessing what it, what I was doing. Um, you know, we finally pulled through. We won a district championship, and um, I lost uh, last second to the eventual state champion in the in the state playoffs. And uh, from there, we've kind of been rolling. I was only the head coach for for seven years. Uh, two young boys. And uh, I was also our, our head baseball coach, and, and it was a lot. And I, I wanted to devote some more time to them, uh, with them involved in sports. So I actually uh, uh, resigned as the head football coach um, to be with them more. Uh, they were getting to the age, uh, you know, as water boys and ball boys, that, that they wanted to be around it. So our defensive coordinator actually took over as head coach and asked me to come back as offensive coordinator. I guess that was 2012, and uh, I've been here ever since. So, and we've, uh, you know, we've had some really great seasons since then. That's awesome, Coach. And it's cool. You, so you've been at one place the whole time. Yeah, I have. Yep. It uh, was my alma mater. Yeah. Man, talk about that a little bit, because that is so rare these days. How, what's made you want to want to do that? Um. You know, my school and community always meant a lot to me. Uh, you know, when I first started, I had a lot of a lot of good mentor coaches that said, you know, there, there's there's pros and cons to going back to your alma mater to coach. And uh, I didn't see any cons at the time. I, I realized over the years what the, what they're talking about. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it just meant a lot to me and I wanted to get our, our, our program back on track and, you know, obviously had a, had a lot of help with that. We've had a lot of outstanding players and the community sports been just outstanding. So talk about that transition going from head coach back to coordinator. That, that had to be difficult a little bit because you were used to calling all the shots and then you're not. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it was, and you know, it was hard to to step back. I I didn't want to step on, on anybody's toes, but um, our defense coordinator, who kind of, you know, took the head job, um, you know, he kind of let me do as, as I wanted offensively for sure, and uh, you know, may, maybe did a little bit more than than your normal assistant, but but he was good with that, um, you know, and, and he he knew we had a good thing going and um wanted to continue with it and uh you know i'm glad he talked me into staying because it's it's been a good ride and you know my boys um i'll have my one son has graduated he's a quarterback at st francis university he redshirted this year as a freshman and, and that was my son jeff and my other son jay will be an upcoming senior so you know 
getting to coach them again i think there's a lot more pros than cons but uh it's been neat you know seeing them come up through with, with their buddies too yeah absolutely talk about the uh the pros and cons to that talk about kind of what's the like the advantages of coaching your son or what's the disadvantages of coaching your son well you know the only reason they're on the field is because they're your son it's not because they're they're good or you know uh my my eldest son um set the pennsylvania state record for touchdown passes um you know and, and had a good career uh but but it, it, it's tough you, you you let that as long as it doesn't you know affect the players and, and my sons, which I don't think it, it, it ever did. But, you know, you don't hear anybody say anything to your face, but you hear it sometimes in the background that, you know, they're getting this type of treatment or that type of treatment, which actually, uh, if, if you ask their teammates, I'm probably harder on them than, than anybody else on the team. Um, but it, again, it, it's been a lot more positive uh, than negative. Yeah. My dad coached me, and it was a wonderful experience. Uh, but the same things you were saying are just ring true. You know, the things people would not say to your face, but say behind your back type thing. True, right? not true. Say say. Yeah. And I uh, was, you know, and I look at it too. As I had my dad as a coach too. You know, fortunately, and uh, I didn't hear any of those that stuff. You know, playing. Mm -hmm. You know, I think uh, kids. Uh, you know, they're. Uh, they're pretty good at, at just uh, playing the game. Yeah, I think kids are the easy part, right? It's usually For adults. Sure. That, you know what I mean? <laughs> there's, sure. there's issues with people's ego the, and things of that nature. The adults mess everything up, yeah. <laughs> Coach, that's a wonderful phrase. That's a yeah. really good phrase. Uh, I'm sure you've used that many times in your career. Uh, I have, you know, in, in it, 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 it's a different world now, too, and um, as you know, it, it, it's hard being a coach and people and, and parents in particular don't realize how much you, you care about these kids and how hard some kids work for you and they'll just do whatever you ask. And sometimes they're just not good enough to get on the field and you try to give them every opportunity you can. And, you know, it hurts you that there's somebody better than them, that they're giving you everything they have. And, you know, you give them every chance and, you know, you, you, you love the 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 last kid on your team as much as the top kid on your team but sometimes people just don't realize that and you know it makes it tricky and i think another thing these days is parents are investing so much money into their kids um athletics going to see personal trainers and, and specialists and there's for sure a lot of great ones out there but there's a lot uh that you know are, are just taking people's money and you know, I understand when parents are paying big bucks to, you know, for, for their son to, you know, get 25 carries Friday night or whatever. And, you know, sometimes it just doesn't work out. But, you know, I think that the, the personal training, the, the uh, you know, the travel teams, the seven on seven, which you go to some of these seven on seven tournaments and it's like, you know, it's not even football, um, but but you know it, it's changed the landscape that if they scored five touchdowns and in indoor seven on seven they should be scoring five touchdowns friday night yeah and that's not reality for sure for sure yeah not not at all so what is you're talking about offense there what's your flavor of offense what's what what do you like to do what's your what's your how you, what do you how do you do it what's your flavor we, we changed some things up 
um, from year to year based on our personnel. Uh, we like to throw the ball, I, I, you know, more more than most teams. But there's years where, uh, you know, we'll, we'll run the football more. Um, you know, we had a, a big running back this year that, that, that carried the load for us, especially through playoffs. But, you know, we'll do what we have to do. But we, we, we like to be moldable and spread the ball, get the ball to different different players. Um, and we've been fortunate, you know, that, that we've had a lot of, good players that have gone on to play college football the last few years. They're also really unselfish kids that, you know, if, if a kid, you know, prior to this year got, got, you know, 12 carries, that was a lot, you know, our quarterback would carry 10 times, two backs carry 10 times and, you know, we'd throw it 30 times. So we like to be diverse in, in our offense and, you know, make teams think, uh, a lot of short routes, especially if the teams are, are giving it to us. And again, we've been fortunate to have fantastic quarterbacks over the years. Um, and, uh, you know, but, but we'll, we'll adapt to, to the personnel that we have. I think that's the key, man. You got to adapt to what you have because in high school, we, sure. don't recruit, right? we don't, I mean, we're not supposed to, I guess some people do, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. supposed to, re- supposed to recruit. So yeah, you know, that's a great philosophy. Talk about your like your core coaching philosophy, how do you relate to your players? What's, what are things that you really uh, try to do to get them to perform to the best of their ability? Um, you know, I like to think I've had a, a fantastic relationship uh, with our players over the years and, and they know that I care about them. I do see that I, as I'm getting a little older, I don't maybe uh, see what they're seeing so much anymore, but, uh, you know, I try, I, I try to be in the weight room with them every day and, and just be around, but, um, it, it took me a few years, but, uh, there, there's three sayings that, that I've tried to, you know, base my football and I, I still coach our, our high school baseball team, um, around. And, you know, I, I share this with the kids. They, they know what my philosophies are, but the, the first one's I don't know the key to success, but the key to failure is trying to please everyone, you know, and uh, I, I think we've been successful because the, our, our best players play. And, um, you know, sometimes people aren't going to be happy, as, as I said, you know, parents in particular at times, but 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 we're going to play the best. And, um, you know, we're uh, we're not trying to please everybody and everybody's not going to be pleased. Unfortunately, you know, Nick Saban says, if you want to please everybody, go sell ice cream. Um, you know, there's tough decisions that need made. And, you know, sometimes you don't like to make the decisions, but it's what's best for the team. And, you know, uh, that, that's how you need to stand. And I, I think, um, you know, that's been tricky for me, especially having uh, prior relationships, being at my alma mater with, with, with people I know, people I went to school with, you know, it, it makes it tricky sometimes, uh, you know, along those lines. Um, another uh, saying I, I believe in is the actions you see here are either taught or they're allowed, um, meaning, you know, the way our players act, that, that's the way they're taught to act. And, uh, you know, if, if they're doing something they shouldn't be, that, that that's being allowed. And we try to nip that in the bud right away. And, um, you know, uh, thankfully, we haven't had any issues with that. I like to think our teams play. They're, they're scrappy. They're hard-nosed, but they play within the rules. They'll give everything they have. And, uh, you know, sometimes we're outmanned athletically. But, uh, you know, mentally and physically, we're going to give it our all. And, and the third thing, 
Um, you, you know, I try to, to believe in that the best coach treats every player as he'd want his own son to be treated. And, um, you know, I, I think every good coach needs to do this. And again, not everybody understands that, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's what you do, need to do to be successful. And if, if the kids know you care about them and, and have their back, uh, you know, they'll run through a wall for you. Yeah, absolutely, man. And you, you coached your own sons. So yeah. like you can do that. Well, you treat them like you want your sons treated and that's for sure. Yeah, man. Like real life experience there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So baseball season, man, how do you, that's a lot of coaching, my friend, football, and then sprint a little bit time off then baseball. How, how do you time yeah. all that? Cause that's a lot. Well, we do full in, in, in being a smaller school, you know, we, we have a lot of three sport athletes, at least two sport athletes, but, um, we've been fortunate. We've, we've been playing football into December here the last few years. And, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of lax in the weight room. Kids are hunting and things, you know, till after the new year and, and then we'll get after it. So, uh, football and baseball players that aren't wrestling or, or playing hoops, you know, they're in there now and we go Saturdays for baseball. And then, you know, once baseball season starts up, uh, you know, a, a lot of our skill guys, especially are, are playing baseball, try to get our linemen to, to do track and get some lifting in. But, you know, after baseball practice, they'll go throw the football around a little bit. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's a real key to the success we've had, um, over the years with, with kids playing multiple sports and, and not specializing and, you know, maybe the best football players, kind of a role player on the baseball team and the best baseball players, are a role player on the football team. But, uh, they understand that we, we've had tight knit groups. And, um, like I said, we've, we've been successful in, in football, uh, and, you know, baseball, we've won two state championships in the last five years with, a, you know, a lot of those same kids playing both sports. Yeah, that's cool to see. It's really cool to see the success y'all have had and just your willingness to share athletes. That has to be a whole, like a culture at the school because there's a lot of places it's not like that. You yeah. Know, and, uh, I got my know, guys, you got your guys, but that's cool. Y'all built that there. For sure. And that's, that's, uh, you know, that, that's tricky. And I think all of our coaches support each other and actually our basketball coach coaches, uh, football also, um, you know, and our wrestling coach is, is very supportive. And, uh, you know, we push our kids to do that. And I do hear that at other schools. And that just, you know, turns my stomach upside down, especially small schools, because you, you just can't, you just can't do it, um, you know, with, with your better athletes only playing one sport. Yeah, no doubt. So you like to throw the ball, coach? Are we talking downfield? Are we talking short game? What are we talking about? Uh, we, we mix it up. We, we, you know, we love four verticals and we'll run that all day till, till you stop it. Um, you know, in, in high school, there, there's some, uh, you know, there, there's your new flavor of defense every year, but we like to, you know, we call a lot of plays at the line of scrimmage and, and audible it in, but yeah, we definitely like to, to chuck the ball around. Um, I think our quarterback threw for 2,800 yards this year and, uh, the three years prior, my, my son Jeff was our quarterback. Uh, he threw for almost 4,000 uh, for, for two years. So, yeah, we like to throw it around, but not a lot of, not a lot of combination routes, um, just a lot of, you know, quick stuff. And even when we do throw it deep, you know, we're, we're putting it on them quick. Um, 
you know, we, we do have the combination route route game and, and some combo routes, but uh, we, we throw a lot of quick stuff and, uh, you know, catch short, run long. What's your favorite quick game concept? Um, well, I, I have a lot. Um, we, we run a lot of slant packages, um, you know, and obviously the mesh has been a big thing. You know, everybody's using in football, which, which we've used a variation of that. And again, depending on our personnel each year, you know, uh, we'll mix things up. Uh, some years you have a tight end that, that can, you know, be a, be a weapon in, in your passing game. Some years, not so much, you know, same thing with your running backs. And again, we've been fortunate the last few years that, um, you know, our running back who just graduated, actually, he's going to finish second all time in our school history and receptions too. So, um, yeah, you know, we, we spread it around and, and, uh, you know, we, we think of those short passes just as a long handoff too. that, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's a fairly uh, easy play to to accomplish, and um, you're going to get a big gain out of it, possibly. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's fantastic. So what do you guys do on defense? What's your flavor there? Uh, we run a 4-3 with a lot yeah. of man coverage. Um, oh, I like that. Yeah, we, we've had the athletes to do that, and we try to blitz a lot and, you know, get after the quarterback and, and force the issue. Um, you know, but, but we'll play man and man free. Um, okay. mo- that's most of our coverage. No, I mean, we have everything. We'll mix in some cover two, three, and, and four in certain situations, but we're, we're basically a man, man free, uh, defense. Coach, I love that. That's yep. the cover zero is my passion. Good deal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love cover like zero. It yeah. It's, uh, you know, no excuses. No excuses. Yeah, no, no, that's high yep. school football, man. Make that quarterback make decisions quickly and throw in the tight windows. Hope for sure. For sure. So what do you do as an offensive coordinator to combat that? Because I'm sure you see that in practice and you're trying to, hey, how do I how do I beat my own defense? Oh, we're we're gonna run four verticals on you. And I got uh, you. we're we're gonna get somebody open. We're gonna find a matchup and uh you're not gonna stay in you're not gonna stay in cover zero for, for long. Right. That's and awesome. again, we've we've had the the horses to be able to do that, but uh you know, right. fortunately. But uh yeah, that's what that's what we're gonna do. That is that is cool, man. So, what does y'all's off season look like? Y'all in the weight room after school, before school? How does that work for you guys? For sure, uh, after school um, we go three days. A lot of our kids will, will go. Uh, we have two local gyms too that they go to on their own. Um, and we've been fortunate. I, I wish we could have it more, but um, we have a weightlifting class in in the high school that kids can take and. Um, you know that that's been pretty successful for us. Our, our phys ed teacher's a, uh, a great guy with with physical fitness, and um, you know so that gets our kids some extra lifting in too. I'd I'd like to have the whole team be able to do that uh, lifting as part of their, their school day. Uh, so still working on that. Talk to some administrators. Maybe they'll go for it here one of these years. That's awesome, man. So I've been asking this question to a lot of people on the podcast. What do y'all do for conditioning during the season, or do you do anything, or do you just you know, how do you, how do you do that? Uh, it's amazing how that's changed over the years. Um, we condition on Monday, you know, the varsity will condition on Monday, uh, when the JV's playing. And, uh, then after that, uh, I'm a big believer and I tell them right off the bat, Hey, we're going to practice like we're totally crazy and fly around. Uh, conditioning's a waste of time. It's wasted your time. It's wasted my time. 
we can work on some other things we need to. You know, we're not running gassers uh, for 20 minutes at the end of practice or, or things. Now, there, there's some days we'll we'll do some a little extra, and you know, summer camp we'll do a little bit extra. But once the season gets rolling, uh, you know, we'll we'll do something, you know, pretty strenuous on Mondays. But then uh, after that, we we believe in practice and full speed everything we do. And you know, if you do that, you you don't need to go run for 10 minutes at the end of practice. Yeah, that's that's how I tend to believe. And I, you hear yes. other guys in different ways, and it works for them. But man, sure, I, sure. I think how do you get in shape for football? You play football. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's how yeah. you do it. That's yeah. how you get in shape. You know? Yeah. And, and again, it's amazing. I mean, my thought process has changed a lot there. You know, when I first started coaching, hey, we were we were running half a practice. We were going to be the toughest mentally team around, and you know, it took me a couple years to figure out that you don't need to do that. Yeah, Coach, amen to that. Yeah. Man, Coach, thank you for coming on and doing this. I know we had some technical difficulties, but I appreciate you coming on and sharing your wisdom with me, and it's good to get to know you. Yeah, you got it. I appreciate you having me, and, uh, you know, maybe we can talk in the future. That would be fantastic. Thank you, Coach. All right, thanks. Take care.